Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. The Lakers beat the goddamn Celtics, baby. Let's go. The Lakers beat the Boston Celtics and split their season season this year, or season series this year. Uh, they win by a final of 117 to 102. Uh, and and handle that second half about as well as they have played any second half this season uh, against a playoff team, right? We saw them play really well in the second half against the Sacramento Kings, and now this is a a ass whooping uh, of a playoff team in the second half. And 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 this is the thing, like you always want to note the steps of progress. This is where you want to take note of those steps along the path that lead the Lakers, hopefully to where they wanted to be heading into the season. And we're going to go through a few, you know, kind of notes that I made over the course of the game. But, but the biggest thing here is the Lakers handily beat a playoff contender or a playoff team. And yes, the Celtics were not playing with Jalen Brown. Yes. The Celtics have been overall pretty disappointing this season, but at the end of the day, the Lakers built a 20-ish point lead, and yeah, it got dwindled down to 10, but the Lakers hit enough shots and got a couple stops down the stretch so that those kind of nervous moments after a timeout, uh, they never turned into anything more significant than, oh, come on, this is stupid, uh, and, and, and that was it. This was a game that in the second half was never particularly close. And the Lakers just thoroughly handed on both sides of the ball a Boston Celtics team that, you know, has some questions to answer of their own. Let's start with a player who I thought started the game kind of very slow, noticeably so. Uh, had a really rough first half, but really, I thought, kind of signified how much better the Lakers were in the second half. And that was Russell Westbrook. And I think... Moving forward, he's going to be that gauge of how good the Lakers are. If Russ is on, I don't know that the Lakers are ever going to look much better than when he is really, truly on. And, you know, in, in, in tonight's game, 36 minutes, 9 of 16 from the floor, 1 of 4 from three-point range. He finishes the game with 24 points, plus 11 and plus minus, uh, 11 assists, a few boards. Uh, a steal, and and you know, I, I just thought in that second half he was noticeably more aggressive on his drives, and that has always been. And this is something that Anthony Davis has said uh, said after the game. This is something that a lot of Russ's teammates have said: is we want him to be aggressive, and we will fall behind him. We will figure out where we need to fit in behind him. And in those in that second half, the only times honestly where Russ looked a little lost was when he wasn't focused on getting to the basket and forcing the defense to adjust. And and I just think for for Russ, uh, somebody who isn't a great shooter, we saw in that first half when he was trying to shoot wide open three pointers, uh, he didn't look comfortable doing it, and the Celtics left him open for a reason. But in that second half, and when, when his game really picked up, it all of it basically happened at the rim, or it at least started at the rim. And that's going to be the case, especially, hopefully, 
uh, Frank and the coaching staff are going to start figuring out the spacing concepts that allow Russ to be that kind of dominant. But look, at the end of the day, Russ kind of adds his little chapter to the Lakers and Celtics rivalry, something for a local kid that had to mean a lot in that second half, that dunk that he had and the roar that he had at the crowd. He was sea walking out there. It was great. It was great to see Russ playing like that. And, and to be completely honest, uh, I thought he was the driving force in that second half. Another Laker who I thought looked considerably better in the second half was Anthony Davis. Uh, in the first half, he was getting dunked on left and right, almost literally. Robert Williams almost literally dunked on him with both his right and then his left hand. Uh, he got fouled when he went to go up with his left and wasn't able to finish it. But Anthony Davis looked slow. He looked unathletic. He looked just kind of out there. He was getting his cardio in in the first half. And and this follows, by the way, uh, a pregame show in which Chuck really ripped into him. Charles Barkley really ripped into him uh, for being kind of the, the leading vote-getter if you're trying to find reasons for why the Lakers have fallen short of expectations to start the season. And that's not to say that I think AD saw that. He probably will see that eventually. But at the end of the day, this is somebody who uh, is as capable as any center in the league currently of making an insane impact on both sides of the ball. And when he isn't, it's very loud that he isn't. Uh, Because of how the Lakers' defense is set up, it's basically he is the safety net, and if the safety net is broken... You have a lot of people falling on their faces from very high distances. And if if you're the center, if you're playing center on a team where you're hoping to, to space the floor and you are operating in, in the pinch post or in the low post and the other team is trapping you and doing all of those things and you have the ball in your hands and you're not making the right decisions or you're not making any real decisions and you're just kind of passing the ball back out, it, it really shows up. And I thought in that first half, AD looked like bad AD. He played really poorly. But then in that second half, and and I guess uh, LeBron kind of got in his ear, his, his ear at halftime and told him, it kind of reminded me, honestly, of, of the old Black Swan comments that Kobe made towards Powell, where it's like, Anthony, go fucking dominate. You know, I, I could just hear LeBron saying that to him. You're guarded by Al Horford. Al Horford used to be a speed bump year in, year out for LeBron James teams. You're guarded by Robert Williams. This is this is somebody who is crazy athletic, but he's going to pop up and put himself in a bad situations all the time. You've competed against JaVale and Dwight in practices day in, day out. You're sometimes guarded by some dude who looks like a lima bean out there. Go out there and be freaking dominant. And I think... In, in that second half, AD uh, was a lot more aggressive on the catch. He was a lot more aggressive in forcing the Celtics to not just kind of soft trap him or kind of shade towards him, but really forcing them, hey, if you don't send hard help here, I'm going to get to the rim and I'm going to score. And I think it's, it's very similar to Russ, quite frankly, where both of those guys, they, they're too focused on making reads 
that aren't necessarily there quite yet when in reality the read that they should be making is get to the freaking rim get to the goddamn rim get to the rim implode the defense and if you have to kick it out from there and maybe you don't get the assist maybe it winds up being a hockey assist or maybe you get up there and you shoot free throws or or maybe you get there and you dunk on people's faces like that's how that's how I think both Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook need to approach especially the half court offense and when they do when they are that kind of aggressive the Lakers look really bleeping good also, I have to give a shout out here to LeBron. He scores, I think, 16 in the first half, 14 in the second half, finishes with 30 points, a game high plus 18 on the night, uh, going 13 of 19 from the field, 2 of 5 from three-point range, uh, four boards, five assists. Uh, and 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 I just thought, uh, look, in the first half, I think he recognized, all right, AD doesn't quite have it going yet. Russ doesn't quite have it going yet. I'm just going to go out here and, and fortunately, he had his jumper falling, and he kept the Lakers in it, and and you know really really kind of kept the crowd in it too, which I thought was a big part of this. And then and then you know in the second half, as the game opened up, threw his haymakers in there to really kind of punch the Celtics into submission. So it was I thought it was not just a dominant game from LeBron statistically; he was the best player on the court I thought from start to finish. But I, I also thought it was a very smart kind of tone-setting game for LeBron that also allowed AD and also allowed Russ to step in and and play their role in what I think is going to be a very important game for the Lakers moving forward. Last game note here, I do want to give a shout-out to uh, Malik Monk. 20 minutes, 4 of 6 from the field, 2 of 3 from 3-point range, a couple boards, a couple assists, a steal, uh, no turnovers on the night, a plus 12 in 20 minutes, and while Avery Bradley, I thought, played a good Avery Bradley game, it is just painfully clear at this stage that Monk should be the starter. So uh, I don't think it's ever going to happen because Avery Bradley is Frank Vogel's binky. But I, I do think we have reached that point where Monk has done more than enough to prove himself as our, if he's not going to start, he's got to be one of the first subs night in, night out. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the Lakers Lowdown Podcast. Uh, a couple things to, I hope, pay, you know, check out Taco Tuesday, guys. Uh, it's not Alex and Alex tonight. It is Alex Padilla and Christian Rivas. They are going to record their podcast. I'm sure they're recording right now if they aren't already done. Uh, so check that out. Uh, on the YouTube page, if you missed the pressure cooker, go and check that out as well. Um, and make sure you tune in for every nationally televised game for the last five minutes of it when I hop on there and I basically just watch along with you guys. Um, and then we are going to have a ton of quotes and recaps and analysis from what feels like a pretty important, important from New York or something, an important win over the Boston Celtics. Until tomorrow, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.